3: Hi everybody, I'm Laurie Handlers and tonight I am recording for Lori Handlers Academy for Men and Tribal Fire podcast as well as Sex and Happiness, the Sex and Happiness show. So everyone who's listening, you've been listening to Tribal Fire for a while and you've been certainly listening to Sex and Happiness for a while and we're combining the podcasts and this is sort of an indication of more to come. So I'm really excited to be here. I've been doing this, the Sex and Happiness show for years. And, um, and now I'm joined in the studio by my colleagues and beloveds. The first is Michael Gibson. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Gibson, uh, took me seriously when I said I needed an academy for men and decided to start one. And he's uh, invented some courses, created some courses that go with it. And my other beloved and colleague, Lance Cole, yay. (laughs) And he also took me seriously about the Academy for Men. And he took me seriously on a lot of things, on teaching Tantra and other stuff. He takes me seriously regularly. So I'm joined with them, And you know what we're going to talk about tonight we're going to talk about what it means to be an extraordinary lover. Because mm. the three of us don't think that most people know. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: so that's the challenge. Like, yeah. if I were to say, what is it to you to be an extraordinary lover, you out there, anybody, what, what, would, you, what would you say? How would you know? Right. Who would tell you? And who even would know, even if you were? So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Like, how do we know if we're extraordinary at being lovers?
0: Mm, That's so good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to just, let me just throw it out there. I mean, how would you know? So if if I were to ask... you know, our listening audience, right? How would you know if you were an extraordinary lover? Is he, does your lover tell you, um, you know, oh my God, you're the most amazing lover I've ever had in my entire life. Each and every time we make love, da, 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 you know, but I, people lie. Well, that's the problem. They do. And, um, <laughs> and a lot of the, you know, and I, I say that, you know, the two hardest questions that I, I could ask any man, um, is, you know, uh, do you know, if you satisfy your lover and then the second hardest question is is to ask his lover <laughs> does he satisfy you and i think maybe that's switched actually because <laughs> it would be hard for a man to hear if you know is he the best lover you've ever had and and we don't gauge things based on our experiences of life right and so um in 2017 i did a, a number of surveys but one of the surveys produced some interesting results and one of the results was i asked over 300 men and women you know, on a scale of one to 10, you know, have you how many of all the times you have ever had sex was a level 10. And um, it, it wasn't very the, the report back wasn't very good. Men said about 30 percent. We checked them in and they said about 30 percent of the time it's a level 10 experience. But then when I asked women, uh, they came back with a very different number. It was 2 percent. And there's a huge divide between 30% and 2%. And, um, and I started asking the questions, well, why? You know, what, what would it take for your lover to be like a level 10 lover and consistently? And that was the thing that, that was really important to women. And so, um, of all the reasons that women came up with for what would it take to be uh, a level 10 lover, Women said almost predominantly it was presence. Presence was the number one factor for being an extraordinary lover. And so, you know, this kind of took off from there. Then we started looking at, well, what, is, what do we need to teach men in well, the Academy for Men?
3: All right, well, wait a second because you're like running off for a little bit. I want to talk to Lance a yeah. little bit, you know, just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. About this present. So, Lance, yeah, sure. this week you and I taught bliss together. Yes, we did. And we told men to do homework. We gave men 21 days of self pleasure homework yes. to, to learn ejaculation choice. Choice, yes. And I, when I said to the men, I know that you all think about the Super Bowl, and the and the World <laughs> yep, Series the World when you're Series. making love to a woman Baseball. so that you don't yeah. come. So, so tell me, tell me what you think about that saying that to men and like, you know.
2: What I think about it? Sure. Um,
3: <laughs> what do I think? Was I, I right? Did men? Did men, before you learned ejaculation yeah. choice? Did you think about the World Series? No, I just ejaculated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously,
2: it's it's the thing. It's actually the thing I'm, of yeah, like not knowing like what's possible, right? That it's that yeah. it's even possible to be able to, to to last that long. I mean, back you know when I was younger, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about that. I just you know wanted to get laid or whatever <laughs> was happening. You know, yeah. and um, so t- it so, didn't matter. It was about. It wasn't about that. It was about the goal. Right, so it was about get it over with, ejaculate. Was like, you, know, how, you know, how can I get to that pleasure point for myself? And I had no separation of orgasm and ejaculate and all that other stuff. I had none of that, which is wonderful for the 21-day you know, program, doing it for 21 days, practicing ejaculation choice. It's, now it's incredible, and now I don't have to think about the World Series. I don't have to think about anything except for my lover. So you're present. So I'm present. I'm present to my lover. I'm present to myself. I'm present to the space and the connection that we're having in that minute, in that moment. And um I'm just there. How did you make the switch? How did I make the switch to what? How did you switch into
3: presence?
2: Oh, I discovered Tantra. Yeah. I discovered Tantra and discovered sacred sexuality and just started listening. And then I took bliss, <laughs> and I got twenty-one days. And I have to admit, I will admit this: I, di- I didn't do it until after the second class. Second time I took bliss. Okay. And then I did the homework. You but now I've done it twice. You
3: have not kissed my feet yet.
2: I have not. I guess I need to kiss. I have to kiss your feet. Yes, I have. Feet kissing Absolutely. is a prerequisite of bliss. Is that now what that is? a couple yeah. of different pages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think one of the times you might have been whipping me and making me kiss your feet, actually. <laughs>
3: Well, you yes, know, I yes. say, I say, I have this YouTube where I, where I t- say, I do a Billy Crystal quote. I say, women need a reason, men just need a place. Yeah. And, uh, I talk, I speak to the audience, which is a lot of men in New York City. And I say, how many of you, you have done my 21 days of homework? And they all say, they all scream in the audience and they want, they run to kiss my feet because <laughs> I, I help them learn to have a choice mm. about whether they ejaculate or not right. so yeah. i feel like i put you on the spot a little bit but you did good you did no you did <laughs> I like, I,
2: sometimes i can handle it sometimes i'm a little <laughs> flustered but no it's good i mean the i mean having ejaculate an ejaculation choice in in becoming an, like in the context of being an extraordinary lover is it opens up so much more in the space of connection and being able to be present with your lover and, and, to, and to give to, to give and receive in that space you know go in both directions yeah like so much deeper you can create such a depth with what you're doing and you can you know i mean explore the skin the largest organ in the body you know and and actually like go down to the toes and hang out for a while and you know sh- what, whatever happens you know i hope everyone's listening for ideas yeah, I mean, all yeah. of it. Like, have you ever hung out down at the ankles for a while? You know, and, and she's stroking your cock while you're doing this? Mm. And you have, like, you have the choice. And you're breathing, <laughs> and you're doing your breath work, and you're doing all these different things. And, it, it, I mean, you hang out for a while. Right. You know? I'm given I, these are all random examples. No, but it's good. It's really it. good. Saying, you have done fun, it. All right. It's random examples of things. Good. You know? Sure.
3: Yeah. So Michael, back to you, because I you have so much more here. You have so much more. You have categories.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I put categories categories to them. You have
3: bullet. You like you know you have bullets. Women said men weren't present. The one yeah, thing that would shift everything was, would be presence. And we're, right. and then we talked about 21 days of self-pleasure right. homework without ejaculating to
0: well, learn that. And, and then how do you even become, how do you become aware that, that that's possible unless you're around people who understand what, you know, uh, Tantra. the, the, yeah, the capability of being able to extend or expand your pleasure. And through tantric practices, and so sometimes what it is is you just fall into this information. All of a sudden, you meet somebody, and then they disrupt your life. <laughs> Are you talking about me? We know nothing about that, do we, Uh huh. Yeah, we don't, know about that. we don't know anything about that.
3: I love to disrupt people's
0: lives. You do, and it's great. And and so, yeah. The 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 thing that really makes um, love making so such a, a it's kind of like a labyrinth, I'm like a mad scientist in a laboratory <laughs> um <laughs> i say that doctor franken but it's I true because i'm always true. i'm always trying to figure out well what what kind of response can I get if I do this activity? And then what I'll do is I'll try to look at how many different places can I touch that interact with each other and have mm. parasympathetic expressions, right? And so then I write that down. I put a little note next to my, you know, oh, that happened. You're, and then,
3: a, you're what they call a sex geek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sex. <laughs> and, then, and then I try to, and then I try to duplicate it. Like, cause it's one thing to do it once. Yeah. right but then it's a, it's something else to do it more than once but don't get stuck like sometimes guys find something that works oh god and they do it over and then they do and it every single and- time and if there were women in this room and there are
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's called a one trick pony uh-huh. and a one trick pony is not very exciting um after a while, a woman just wants to kick that pony right in the head and take out a whip. <laughs> so no, no, no.
0: Yeah. So that that's the that's some of the stuff that that actually does make for extraordinary um, ex- experiences for women. And imagine being the 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 kind of man that's attentive and that focuses. And so there were a couple things that we started to work on, Lance and I and, and Lori too that we started making all these discoveries Mm. and one of the, one of the discoveries were a couple of formulas that we discovered. One was,
3: can we take a commercial break here?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: All right. So can we just count to 10 and then leave people at the edge of their seat and then you'll tell the Mm -hmm. discoveries. You'll say one was as soon as we come back.
0: All right. We'll do that now.
3: So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Laurie Handler's, Academy for Men, Tribal Fire podcast, and you're listening to the Sex and Happiness podcast. We've joined forces, and trust me, this is a way, this is like a preview of things to come. Okay, stay tuned. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it. You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the Spiritual Sexual Shamanic Experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being.
5: Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness: The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown. Take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically emotionally and spiritually with sex and happiness by lori handlers only 19.99 paperback and 14.99 ebook order your copy today by going to butterfly workshops That's ButterflyWorkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. My
3: question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, Because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra is safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient, single-dose, personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about ten minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877 877- Four two six eight zero four seven, and please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handler's on the Sex and Happiness show. Right before we went to break, Michael, you started to talk about the discoveries mm-hmm. and you were saying number one when I asked you to pause. Oh,
0: yes. She cut me off. Mm-hmm. Um, yellow, no, but, but with, yellow, good reason, with good reason. With good reason. Well, <laughs> The number one thing that we discovered, or one of the major breakthroughs that we discovered was communication and how communication occurs, um, before lovemaking, during lovemaking, and then after lovemaking. And if you look at communication as a type of seduction, where seduction is happening at all this, all these junctures, right? And seduction can start in the morning. It doesn't have to start right before the act of sex.
3: Please make it start in the morning.
0: <laughs> Please right? don't
3: make it wait yeah.
0: all day. And communication is just that. And so communication, um, one of the discoveries was that when you learn how to communicate what it, what your desires are, then you can easily perform or, or pr- provide that type of pleasure for your beloved. And that goes both ways. Right. So men for women, women for men. Or
3: same sex lovers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It
3: doesn't matter. Actually, if someone is that interested in someone else's Mm well-being and health, because we believe we the three of us believe that sex is a uh, really important part of maintenance for health and and. uh, Radical life extension. Absolutely. So, so it doesn't matter actually what the partner is, as long as they're concerned with your well-being, right? Yeah. And present.
0: Yeah. So that communication piece was really big for us, and then obviously the other one was uh, presence. And we started. I started looking at the formulas for it. Like, what? What does? How do you become present? And one of the formulas that um, we discovered was that presence is attention plus focus. So, if you, if you were to pull a, f- a formula together, it would be attention plus focus equals presence. Right, what you put your attention on, and then you You're begin so to focus. You're so Einstein. In. I'm turned on. Are
2: you? Yes,
3: <laughs> that's so Einstein of you. Yeah. Yeah. of you.
2: It's very Simon of you. Yes. So you
0: may not see this, but Simon is is uh, our mascot. Yeah. From the uh, <laughs> he's the the overwatcher. He's staring at Michael right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's making sure I get it done right. Yep. Uh, so
3: s- say that formula again.
0: So again, attention plus focus equals presence. And the presence piece being how how you can begin to move with the person at the same time. So in the now, right now, right now, right now. And um, you get so good at it so quickly that with our training that you're able to really drop into presence like at any moment mm. and in anywhere. Mm. And so it, it not only works in the bedroom, but as Lori says quite often,
3: in the boardroom. Yes. <laughs> um, you can be as powerful in the bedroom as you can be in the boardroom and, and you should be in, you know, I, this is, I'm going off now. Good. This is one of my rants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, people that I've met who are boardroom CEOs and presidents. And when I tell them what I do, they kind of giggle. Like they know it. Like they know everything. They all should know about sex. Now, granted, for them to have gotten to the position that they are, they probably, are sexually powerful and possibly competent, but to think that you could laugh and think you know it all. I got another thing coming to you guys. (laughs) Um, And women in the boardroom, women who are, who who women in the boardroom have trouble getting into the bedroom Mm. because they're thinking so much like guys during the day. I don't care how much lingerie they wear underneath their suits. They can't, Switch when they get home. And that's, uh, That's uh, part of the role of BDSM is to like spank them into submission. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun role. I I, I like
2: that. Yeah,
3: I met someone recently who does that. That's
2: (laughs) who does that. Is there someone? I'm shocked. (laughs) 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 This show is
3: becoming like Howard Stern.
0: (laughs) I'm shocked with
2: your. I always
3: wanted
0: to be on Howard Stern. (laughs) You did. Why would Why would you want to be on Howard Stern? Show Howard Stern with (laughs) Lori Handler's. Oh my God. To hear that She'd be like, I brought my own Sibian, Howard. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Right now, yours is dirty. I don't want to go on and I brought my own.
0: <laughs> you had Carmen Electra on that one. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> she was with uh, Dennis Rodman Dennis Rodman (laughs) (laughs)
3: even I know that
0: yeah (laughs) I know that's hilarious That's hilarious that you you know that well yeah well Prince
3: oh well that's different
0: yeah Prince is Prince is awesome
3: (laughs) Prince is different Dennis Rodman is different
4: yeah
0: (laughs) I mean not to you know not to disparage his name Dennis Rodman is a great basketball player yeah it's a little weird crazy (laughs) so anyway yeah so so again, we were talking about communication yeah. and presence and how we get there and and some of the discoveries and so becoming an a, an extraordinary lover is is it's, it's it's a whole bunch of different things that you you bring together and it's kind of like everything including the ch- the kitchen sink right using toys using um uh, seduction, using your vo your tone, your breathing—all of that that you find in tantra can also be found in an extraordinary lover's repertoire. Yeah, very I'm, true.
3: I'm going yes. Yeah,
0: Are you, would yes. you agree with that? We, we, we yeah, can, okay. We A can, lot uh, of
3: tantrics though don't have all that in their repertoire. We'll just, say
0: more about that because I've heard you true. say this before, and I I don't know. <laughs> Get ready, tantrics. <laughs>
3: You know, that's all I, I just want to say. I mean, I've been around the block a few times and um, I've been in tantra circles for 22 years and I've never met anybody that I feel like what happens in tantra is a lot of times for men, uh, they get into their feminine polarity and they get mm. kind of stuck there. Yeah. And that's so true. then um, they're a bit selfish. I'm just, I'm, I'm not characterizing tantric men. I'm just saying I've met a few who are selfish self absorbed and uh even though they don't have problem going into the feminine polarity they they stop being present to the idea that they uh, of their macho or of the thing that actually turns many women on mm. or many men on like they lose their male polarity and they may start to become uh more takey and more selfish in wanting for themselves. I don't, I, I don't know how to really characterize this. I haven't done a study on it, but I know that um, there's a lot of men in their feminine polarity who look a lot like the picture of Baba G. Mm. And uh, I don't really find that a turn-on. Mm. You know, they act that way. They act like, it's almost like bi- sexually bipolar.
2: Oh, wow, okay. Interesting. Why, I just know?
3: made that up. I totally, just, <laughs> totally co- works, though. I just totally coined that. I <laughs> Totally get it. That's that's
2: an interesting concept because I can I can relate to that. Just in my in my earlier days of learning about spirituality and mm-hmm. connecting everything together and just discovering it, uh-huh. discovering my feminine side, discovering that polarity in myself and what it felt like. I remember the first time it ever happened to me when I felt it like mm-hmm. energetically in my body. Come in, And it's it's very, very different. It's a very different experience. And being in a male body and having that take place was unnerving. And then I started going to workshops and talking to people and just kind of being in the circles and kind of got stuck there for a while. That's what I'm talking about. I got stuck there for a bit. I don't know that I became needy or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but not in the sense of like from women, but in life, like in general in life hmm and it wasn't about it wasn't about like the healthy feminine polarity in me because i had i didn't know i had it right so now i've discovered it so now my little girl was there and present so that came out Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's easy to paint your own picture (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how to describe it like, honestly, it's it's like, a, it's like discovering that I had a little girl along with my little boy Yeah, and Got she it. wanted a piece of candy and the boy wanted the candy and they were fighting over it does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that's what it felt like
3: I feel like that a lot
4: yeah. in then, tantric circles
2: I want, I want to circle this back around to, to extraordinary lover and actually getting there because I feel like I'm an extraordinary lover of myself inside now because of all that because I met you, Lori, and because I kept going on the path.
3: Did I disrupt your life? You disrupted me.
2: <laughs> you totally disrupted my life and <laughs> in, in a really great and powerful and good way. Mm. Totally. Totally and completely. And yeah. I'm so glad that the space that I was in when I finally like, met you and, and came in, like we met each other, yeah. that I was open to that, even though I was in the space I was in in my life. Yeah. This is beautiful. But circling this back around to the extraordinary lover piece is what actually got me into what I feel the space of being an extraordinary lover of myself and then of others Mm -hmm. is the the emotional release aspect of everything. And being able to become present to myself because I know in my past I couldn't be present to other people or to a lover because I wasn't available to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Hallelujah! That now you found Bible Bible that out. Me, yeah,
2: you know. And this is a journey. I'm kind of nutshelling this whole thing, mm-hmm. but this is a this is a journey. This has been, you know, like 12 years of this, you know, and it's a process. It's totally a process. It's
3: so, it's so good, its though. It's so good yeah. what you're talking about.
2: It's it it's amazing, and like the things we're talking about, like the statistics and everything like that. Yes hundred percent completely and totally but it, it all it's it's an inside job I think I mm-hmm. feel like it's an inside job yeah you know being able to be with yourself and be present to yourself and understand mm-hmm. what's happening inside of you yeah and then be able to get yourself present so you don't have to think about the ball game or yeah. football game or or whatever it is when you're with a lover and you can actually be present to the sensations that are happening in you and that actually for for me my experience mm-hmm. enhances my ability to connect energetically and physically with my partner so yeah. i can feel her more right and she can feel me more yeah because we're just we're we're there
3: Skin, you know, it's amazing skin, skin on skin skin, skin, skin. skin, yeah. skin on skin it's
2: well it, it's amazing if i can jump it's in here thing in the world by the way. i just want to put that out there oh
3: let's take a vote everyone raise skin their hand skin. one two three raise your hands
2: we got both up raise
3: your hands
2: engulf engulf <laughs> <laughs> oh, full body what could skin be better than that oh my nothing God. there's no dessert oh.
3: better than that chocolate's not better than that nothing no, nothing no, nothing's nothing better. Better even than red you know. wine isn't better so than i
0: want to jump in here real quick because there's a couple of things that i want to add to this right yeah one of one of them is um, the, you know, because I do surveys, right? So one of the surveys that I did, I asked men and women, I said, you know, how many have you ever taken yourself to a level 10 experience? But the question was, you know, can you get yourself there to level 10? And um, for the most part, men and women aren't, aren't they're not even trying. Right. Like it Hello? was such a low number for both of us. It, it wasn't even funny. And I thought to myself, well, if you don't know how to get yourself to a level 10, mm-hmm. how could you teach anybody or how could anybody else get you there who maybe didn't have the kind of skills coming into this experience yeah. that you would need to have, some, you know, that kind of an experience. And so, um, the rarity of how people are able to take themselves there is, is so telling on whether or not they even know how to get there. Or what it's like,
4: right?
3: So if I can comment on that, we opened with Lance and I talking Mm -hmm. about the 21 days of homework. Now the men have the homework, and in the the homework, they uh, self-pleasure for 21 days without ejaculation to three peaks. So they pleasure to a peak where they feel like they have to ejaculate, and then they stop and they transmute. And then they pleasure again to another peak and they stop and transmute, Mm. meaning they spread the energy throughout their body and pull the energy up out of the genitals through breath. I'm not going to instruct it right here. but And then they self-pleasure to a third peak and and they also don't ejaculate. Women have the same exact homework in the class, Mm. except they can have an orgasm because they don't have ejaculate fluid that has sperm in it. So Mm. they're not wasting vital life force. And women say, well, why do we have to do it if we don't have ejaculate fluid with Mm -hmm. sperm in it? And I say, because you have to expand to pleasure. Like, you're so worried about your partner that you're taking too long, that you're too selfish, you're so self-conscious, you've been taught so badly to value your pleasure Mm. that you have to do it so that you can expand your container to hold more pleasure. And what's the opposite of pleasure?
2: more more, more pleasure? pleasure.
3: <laughs> so they have to learn more pleasure, and yeah. so they have to take themselves to those peaks also and And Michael, your point is is well worth it. I took myself mm, yeah. to to a place that I never went before, and then I realized, well, wow, I could go there. Mm. Now, you asked me the other day if I had ever taken myself to the void.
0: Ooh, that's different. Mm.
3: And I said, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the void or the black hole in the center of the galaxy uh, is not, is a team sport. Yeah. Like, I can't take myself there by myself to the best of my knowledge. Right. But I certainly can take myself to a 10 experience. And because I could, I was empowered to be able to communicate that to another person.
0: hmm yeah, that would be you. Right. <laughs> and and awesome. as a good student, <laughs> um, it, it's also interesting to see that that becoming an extraordinary lover also becomes detailing those things that allows your lover to reach those levels of, of pleasure. And to be specific, I mean, write it down, like go in and keep a log. Um, know, know how her body is blueprinted, if you will, like what the, what the, the real pleasure centers are and, and what you're doing that can actually move from one to the other and be able to know that when you touch her body that way, it's going to produce a result and you know the result it's going to produce. And you don't do it every time because if you have enough combinations, you can, combine all you want and, and it's like this, it's, it's a brand new experience for her every single time. In fact, you and I, we have an interesting love affair where this, it's the same every single time we make love right and we say
3: (laughs) it's so the same it's exactly the same but it's so different I've never experienced anything like that before
0: it's different
3: and it is different every time I can't remember it ever being the same even though to you it might be the same but to me it's never the same
0: well we were laughing about this the other night I mean we were talking about this and I said you know it's the same it's the same every single time it's always different <laughs> cracked up and, and had a you know moment about it, but it was it was really that, and so that 's what i 'm saying is to become an extraordinary lover is to pay attention to know when you 're being present don 't just gloss over what happened. be present and then after the fact, right we talked about being seductive during and before well, after the fact, take a few moments and sit down and, and laugh at each other and have fun and play, but' and also- talk about.
3: But also ask what worked and what didn't work, yeah. what was good and what wasn't good. Yeah. What was the best part? What was the what was the part that we could have done differently? On that's so important to yeah. talk. Give about. Give
0: a play by play. It's kind of like what you say uh, after the after the game.
3: The Monday night. The Monday night, right? But you know, uh, there's something I want to say about taking myself to a ten. Yes, which is. If I didn't take myself to the 10, then I wouldn't have. I would have always been needy for someone else to do that for me. Mm. And I took myself there. And so I didn't feel needy anymore. Like I felt like, wow, I could do this. And that was a that was a very freeing experience for me it set something free inside of me that that wasn't free before. So would
0: you recommend that that women especially um take themselves to level 10 or yeah. whatever it ta- How did you yeah. if you don't mind would you just kind of share like what you did to get you there or whatever it is? Did you, you know, make, I mean what did you do?
3: I set the scene. I set I built a temple for myself. Wow. I my bedroom is already like a temple, but I set it up Really beautifully. I had flower petals in the bed. I had chocolate. I had red wine, and uh, my kink, which I have never said on air before. <laughs>
0: Get ready. This is a first. <laughs> Drum <you have> rolls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wore uh, surgical gloves, hmm. which allowed me to not recognize my own hands, so they, so I, I could think about them or consider them as the hands of my ideal lover. And that those hands were coming to make love to me. Mm. And so they did. And I just kept taking... I used a vibrator or two. I used lubricant. I used my hands and gloves. Mm. And I just took myself over and over again, over to a peak, over the edge, to a peak, sometimes not over the edge, mm. until I was exhausted. And I just went, wow, I've satiated myself and... I feel great and I did this. I did this. No yeah. one did this for me. I did this. Right.
4: Yeah.
3: And that was a that was a turning point in my life. It happened right here in Arizona. Wow. It wasn't so long ago. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. That's that's what I'm talking about when I say the it's an inside job.
3: It's an inside job. Like
2: learning learning how you feel. And I I agree with you about the gloves. By the way, I've uh, I've
3: converted a lot of people to gloves. It's a lot of fun.
2: It's a lot of fun, and it it does you don't recognize. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, Anyway, yeah, for me, it's been a constant process. That whole process of doing that, of getting myself to a level ten, and then I get myself to a level ten and then i discover that there's something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Beyond that. Right. So it's like okay, i'm not at 10 anymore. i got to get back to level 10 and then i find some and then i do that and explore that, you know, avenue and then just keep discovering how to open up more pleasure in my body and then share that with my lover. Yeah. And just and keep going from there.
0: It makes a huge difference. It's, it makes a huge so good. difference. It really does. It changes the way that you, that you view your own pleasure yeah. and it allows you to be able to actually share that with others. Yeah. Um, so your lover will always have an encyclopedia of your pleasure yeah. while you're there.
2: And I to actually, I want to, I want to kind of piggyback on the communication piece that we were talking about too. Is, uh, I don't know about who's listening and what your level of ability to communicate in and around sexuality is, but, I highly recommend diving into it and getting used to it. It's there's there's a something about for me in the moment communication. Mm. Like while I'm there. And it, it used to be that it would like be a turn off, like to be told, Oh, don't do that, oh that doesn't feel good or something like that. But it's like you get that information and then I can tweak whatever it is that I'm doing for my lover or for myself Mm because i'm telling myself oh that doesn't feel good change switch do something different and it 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 creates you can you can get there longer and fat you can get there faster and stay there longer yes yes
3: it's beautiful that's great
2: so getting opening to the the communication piece and to actually getting to the point of being able to do it like staring into your lover's eyes while you're in union with each other. It's just, right. Yeah, it's awesome. Amazing. It's awesome. It's awesome and amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. So
3: this is a good place to take another break.
2: Shall we? Yeah. Okay,
0: let's take another break. We'll be back shortly with Lori Handlers, Lance Cole, and Michael Gibson.
1: So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now.
4: As a sex and happiness coach... I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with the Sibian has personally increased my sexual response and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add, trust me on this, I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com, that's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com, or call 1-800-253-6135, that's 800 253 6135 and say Laurie Handler's has told you about Sibion. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for men. That's Venus, V E N U S, for men.
3: We're back with uh, Laurie Handler's Academy for Men and the Tribal Fire podcast plus Sex and Happiness podcast. I call it a radio show. I'm old fashioned. Anyway, we were talking about the communication and uh, Lance was talking about when someone says something that could possibly take you out of at one point in your life out of the experience and now you find that yeah. if someone says, Oh, that doesn't feel so good, that that takes you into the experience and you could look at each other's you can look at each other's eyes and be doing something that Is so profound. And one of the things that we've all three of us have experienced is Om Rupani. Yes. Our dear friend, my beloved Om Rupani. I mean, a person that I teach with all over the world, Tantra meets BDSM. And what Om taught us, thank you, Om Rupani. Thank you, Om Rupani. What Om Rupani taught us was to count on a one to 10 scale and be able to say to our lovers, that's a five, 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 six, five, six, seven. And to be able to give a number instead of say that hurts or that doesn't feel so good. Could you move a little to the left, to the right? You could just, you could say two, three, four, if it's mediocre kind of. And then five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, five, six, seven. Really good. Seven, eight, seven, eight. Getting close to stop. Eight, nine, nine, ten. Ten is like enough. Yeah. (laughs) And even on pleasure... Like yeah. recently we've taken to, Michael and I have taken to saying, you know, pleasure, 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 meaning don't stop, don't stop, don't yeah, stop, keep saying, going, keep, keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> and, That's um, great. but to just have a word or a number instead of a paragraph having to go in your head. Right. And, yeah. and formulate, oh, well, if you moved a little to the left, I would have liked it better, but I just. It's too much thinking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that it's, will take you out. That will take definitely you, take you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, that'll
3: take you out of presence. Yeah. So what OM taught us was to count yeah. and to say uh, counting. and
0: Simple number system. Yeah.
3: It's made all the difference. It's yeah. made all the difference in our lives.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. One, one of the things that I think has been, um, well, the benefit of it is, first of all, like you said, it takes you out of having to think about what to say. That's the number one thing not that I think. I hurt your feelings. I, yeah, my feelings don't get hurt. And what's great is, is that if she's having pain, she can say pain, eight, mm-hmm. right? That's about enough, right? Or she could say pleasure, pleasure, ten, 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 ten is great. Mm-hmm. Ten's, oh, ten's okay, pleasure-wise. But then when it goes ten's pain. Not
3: okay, pain-wise. Pain ten? Ten is red. Yeah, Bad. It's Stop. Just...
0: <laughs> yeah. So. So that being said, I mean, think about your communication just like that, that communication that you want to get across to your lover in the moment. If you utilize some of these kinds of things, um, being able to say, you know, what's so for you and just using numbers or just using the word pleasure or pain or left, right, yeah. harder, faster, right? Mm. Those kinds of things make it easier for you. And um, so, yeah, I recommend you use
2: it. And, and guys, I just want to say this out there. Don't take it as an insult. It's not an insult. It's not an insult. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is the thing. It's like that, like, when you're in presence with a woman, you can have a softer side and a masculine side, right? You can be a softer masculine in that space and hold that kind of space for the woman and take whatever's happening and learn from it and then pleasure her even more. Yep. Right? The moment you take offense to what she's directing you with, whether it's numbers or words or whatever, Right. it's over. Yeah. You know, and now she's... Part of the two percent on 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 Michael's, you know, survey. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you're walking away going, "That was a, that was, you know, I'm part of the 30%. which
0: is, which yeah, mean, which means you're average." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, she's going, he's
4: going. Yeah, I
3: scored. You know, I fucked her. Yeah. Good. And she's yeah, good. She's, I yeah. Fucked
2: her good. she's she, like, she's like, no, I'm not coming back. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like not uh, accepting your
3: calls or your texts. Yeah. She blocked you. Yeah. She goes to jail. right, right,
2: right. You get ghosted. Here's the thing. Don't get ghosted. Can I Don't add to ghosted. that? Absolutely.
3: I So men, you know, nobody taught you anything. You know, if, if you were lucky, you had some fraternity brothers somewhere who maybe talked to you about something, but mostly they didn't know anything. Um, some people's fathers took them to a prostitution house mm. when they were of age, thinking they'd learn something there i'm sorry you you're supposed to know uh when I was growing up, you know men were supposed to make all the first moves, and they were supposed to know everything, and I'm sorry for you, you don't know anything um and if you do know something, it's because you met somebody who actually communicated with you. Mm-hmm. There are some men I know who met an older woman when they were young, and that woman taught them something, and they because they weren't attached to her they weren't, you know, she wasn't going to be the one they dated forever. It, so she, you learn some stuff and you took that then you you and you brought that into your next relationship. Mm-hmm. And those women were generous with you um, in that they communicated. But most women are taught not to communicate about it either because we're not supposed to overtly like sex. If we overtly like sex, we're sluts, we're whores. So we've been given this, we've all been sentenced to this horrible miscommunication misunderstanding and thinking we know something attitude and the sooner you lose that the better it will be for you that's why we started the academy for men my whole gripe was there's a lot of men who don't know how to make love how can i teach them i'm one person how can i teach them all how to make love who can i get to do this with me Um. So you need to learn, and I don't care what your age is and what you've been told and whether your father took you to a house of prostitution or not, I don't care about any of that. Erase. All I want you to know is that what we're talking about here is legitimately how to be an extraordinary lover. And the very first thing it, it requires is presence, not knowing something right. and thinking that it's right. Right. Just because you did it 150,000 times. Like, some women, some women were probably polite with you and never told you how terrible it was. And some women told you and you hated them. And some women had actually worked with. You get like a third, a third, a third here. <laughs> um, and that's your 30%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is, we're talking about real life skill. And it really hinges all on communication and on being open to, to learning just like you would be if you were studying anything that,
0: you, else that you study. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, and there's two sides to that coin, if I can add that. Um, there's two sides to the coin. On, on the one hand, it's, you know, the men who, who, We're supposed to just know. We were always given that mandate or we were always told, well, you're just supposed to know. And women think that way too. Women think that way in the sense that, well, you're supposed to know. And so there's this huge catch 22 going on. That's right. And then, and then men and Lance, you and I deal with this all the time. Like we'll, we'll meet a group of guys. Hey, what is it that you guys do? Well, we, we teach men how to become extraordinary lovers. And what do they say? (laughs) Oh, really? At first they go, at first they say, Oh, really? Wow. Okay. And then they say, Oh, I got it figured out. They always say that. And I'm here to say bullshit.
3: I'm here to say bullshit.
0: You ain't got shit figured out. You think you got it figured out, but you don't. If you ask your, if you ask your beloved or the woman that you're fucking right now, if you were to say to her, Hey, um, are you sexually satisfied? And if she says yes, you say, "Well, am I the one sexually satisfying you?"
1: <laughs> That's the next. Ask that question because <laughs> I
0: promise you, you might not get the answer you want. And if she's being nice, she'll say, "Yeah, I'm I'm totally sexually satisfied." But how do you really know? Because the 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 fact is, seventy five percent of all women fake orgasm. Right. Every I I've, I've, I've done well, the, all uh, women have fake orgasm. At all one well, point well, or well. I I I asked well. over a hundred women. Uh-huh. Have you ever, have you ever faked an orgasm? 75% said right. yes. Surveys. And then I asked them. The survey says.
2: Survey says.
0: I survey said, what are the top three reasons on the board? Right? And the, the number three one was physical pain. The number two one, the number two answer, boredom. Boredom. Boredom.
3: God, out of my mind. Bored.
0: Oh, You're insane. doing it again. You're doing the exact same. See, it worked one last time. Pie. So now we're going to do it again. No. And then the, the, the number one reason was they, they felt pressure so as not to hurt your feelings. Now you got to take that in for a moment. Just accept the fact that maybe you don't know it all. And I don't know it all. And Lance doesn't know it all. But what we do know is that presence and communication and actual skill works. And that's what we're here for. So become an extraordinary lover. You got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. To what's going on for you and you got to pay attention. To what's going on for her. And if you can do that, I promise you'll up your game in instantly. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Right.
2: Yeah. I want to tie that together to what you were talking about earlier with the map, with the body mapping. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and getting the formula down for what it is. Now, in talking about that, there's a general formula. Yes, because we're in bodies, right? There's female bodies and there's male bodies. So there's a general idea of where pathways are on the body. So that's where you start. But it's different. We call
0: call that the um, female arousal protocol.
2: Yes, female arousal protocol. So but it's different for every single woman. So you have the basic idea, like a basic general foundation, Mm -hmm. right? And then you add your presence into that and you add your communication into that. And then you explore. And some of us are kinkier than others. And some of us are kinkier than others. <laughs> I don't know. Wink, we, we wink. Have, you know, <laughs> wink, wink. We might have to, yeah. Some of us are I'm kinkier than others. I think we get to compare kink lists. Yeah.
0: yeah, we got to look at your
2: toy closet a, first to find know. out how really kinky you are. Well, Lori <laughs> definitely has more toys than I do. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah, they yeah. send them to yeah. me. Yeah. Do. They, they do. They send them to you for free. I, so.
3: I, I get them for, because they want me to review yeah. products. That's true. Right. We should
2: review a couple of the products. We do. Here. Yeah, we, well, we'll do this. We'll review some products. Yeah. yeah. There are some looking so. at
3: us right on these tables. Yeah, so. yeah
2: there. There's a couple right here. That one's
3: mediocre.
0: So, um, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I haven't tried that one. So to what you're saying, right? To continue what you're saying, go go
2: ahead and finish out what you were saying. Well, just the, 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 the general foundation Mm -hmm. of the arousal map and what that, what that is for you as a man and learning that we teach you that we'll show you how to do it. We'll map it out. Right. Right. And, and then you take that out into the world and you explore so right so you get your presence you get your communication and then and you get your your basic map right right to find out where all that is and have fun yeah right yep and and guaranteed you're in the 7 to 10 range every time every time you have sex with a woman every, every time around yeah. 7 to 10 mm-hmm. every single time <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you can get there you can get there and you don't even have to actually have intercourse right yeah, that's right right like, you get that, like, drop that goal. Right. Drop that goal, and I, I'll bet you you'll end up in the six to nine yeah. experience without even having that on the agenda.
3: Because a woman doesn't <laughs> feel pressured. Right. When a woman doesn't feel pressured to have sex with you or to give you your ejaculation. Yeah. She's free to just be. Yeah. So she can have fun and play with you. Right. Yep. Energetically. She That's can it. kiss you. She can hug you. And she's not feeling like this. Pressure, You know, there, I don't know if you know this, but women feel like, a lot of women feel like they don't want to go out to dinner with you.
4: Because
3: mm. if they go out to dinner with you, then they owe you a sec. They Lori's telling sec. a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big no, secret Women, right women, have women said this This to
0: is me. a real deal. I've it's heard really, that before, yeah. too. A lot yeah, of men don't know this. Yeah.
3: They don't accept a date with you, a first date, especially if it has to do with dinner and stuff. They'll do coffee. They don't mm-hmm. care about coffee, right. a drink. But they won't accept a dinner date with you because they feel like if you pay money for her uh, in the big time, you know, 30 50 bucks whatever. She owes you sex and she's not she doesn't want to do that. That's right. And a, a lot of women oh. feel that so mm. they don't even accept a date from a really wonderful gentleman who wants to take them out because they don't want to feel pressured for right. sex.
2: That's amazing. You know, I had I had this experience at my level 2 in one of the
3: Say level two is double. It's the level two, sorry. Yeah. I, yeah, right. Not everybody knows.
2: <laughs> so I did it to level two, and I had this experience with two different women, and it was just a connecting experience. Mm-hmm. And both of them came to me with that, with that pressure to, like, why do I always have to feel like I have to engage with the man who's in front of me? Right? Like, they have to engage, they feel that, and they, the, neither one of them wanted to engage. With you
3: specifically, or with someone?
2: Okay. I I I took it as a generalization, Mm -hmm. right? Some women were engaging, some were some were having conversations, and it was it happens to me because I don't I don't pressure women,
3: right? Mm -hmm. So they tell you, then they feel uh, then they feel like they're safe, they can tell you stuff
2: like we had I, I entered into the interaction we did the bubble we did all that stuff right nobody else was doing the bubble we weren't instructed but we did it I did it with them anyway and we created that safe container and safe space and I just simply asked how are you feeling and it was like boom it just all came out wow. yes. like, why do I feel pressure why do, you know I don't want to feel pressure to engage mm-hmm. you know but I'm supposed to that's what I'm supposed to do and I don't fucking want to yeah and it's like you don't have to we can we can do whatever and by the end of it, right, by the end of the set, by the end with, with the first woman that I was with in this exercise, we ended up sitting in Yab Yum together and just ended up just moving energy with each other. Mm. Because that felt safe for her. But it took her like 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. Like we were knee to knee.
3: So I need to so just tell you, amazing. this. this feels like another program, like right. another show, like on mm-hmm. sovereignty. Yeah. And what sure does that is. mean? You know, yeah. because... This—that's a whole. You've just opened a whole Pandora's box. Right. It is. It's a huge. It's a
2: huge Pandora's box. Yeah.
3: It is. Like, yeah, how is it that you? Who? Who? Where is the pressure? Where right. is pre? Where does pressure take place? Yeah, inside. Just like everything else. Just it's like
2: everything, everything else. Inside job. It's an inside job. job. An yeah. inside job. Yep. And those things like like that, like I get, I got that it was hers. You know, right. I just held space for it and let her let her share what she needed to share because she's you know either a hasn't had many men do that or has never had a man do that and she just simply needed to release it and she could feel my energy and she could feel my presence and knew that she was safe to be able to yeah
3: Mm. so important so it did thank you let's hear it for presence. yeah
2: Yeah. so it's like what's present and it's like yeah sure I would have loved to have like penetrated this woman and and made love to her right there of course she was gorgeous but I didn't have to
3: Right. right
0: yeah so well, that's that's an that's interesting just, thing.
2: It's huge. So, it's, it's it's huge. So, go ahead, Laurie.
3: So I think we should end here. Okay. I think we should tell a little bit about what we're up to, and then I think we should do another show on pressure and pressure. sovereignty.
0: I think I think part of that pressure yeah. sovereignty conversation yeah. comes down to safety.
3: Okay, well, that's Precious Sovereignty and Safety.
0: Pressure Love it. Next and show.
3: Safety. Our next show together. We
0: just made up the next show right here on the spot.
3: <laughs> of course. Because we're
0: brilliant. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much um, for hosting today. And the, by the way, Lori Handler's uh, Academy for Men Tribal Fire podcast and the Sex and Happiness radio show. We've combined forces, and we're having uh, a lot of fun doing it. Yes. But, um, Lori, thank you so much for really for um, disrupting my life for <laughs> disrupting Lance's <laughs> life. My life as well, yes. yes, Yes, we really I appreciate love it. it. That's yeah. My
3: life's—I never realized my life's purpose was to disrupt lives, but it is. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to say let's talk about what was coming up. We have—we uh, so have—you have an online course. You and Lance mm-hmm. have an online course called "Just Add Skill for Men," and uh, you should stay tuned for that and see links below mm-hmm. to get a sense of that. Uh, Michael, you and I have, uh, well, Lance, you and I have uh, bliss and ecstasy courses coming up. Yes. They could be in your neighborhood. We don't know. Yeah. Coming to you soon. And then, Michael, you and I have, uh, we're presenting at the uh, Mexico, first ever Mexico Tondra Festival in November. And we're also in January 2020, we're going to be in, in uh, St. Petersburg, Peter, yep. Florida, doing Extraordinary Lovers. Teaching people what that is so, to be an extraordinary lover.
0: Very exciting.
3: And then some. So we, we the three of us are around the globe in certain yeah. ways. And uh, you should just stay tuned with us at yep. lauriehandlers.com or
0: The Academy for men. The, academy, the
3: Academy for, men. The academy oh. for men. Com and yep. find where we're coming to you and. When we're bringing it to you, the best way is to go online mm-hmm. and get Just Ed Skill. All those men that we were talking to on this show,
4: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: All the men who were who were like thinking you know it all, and and, uh, and all the women who know men like that, you should get in touch with them right away and get Just Ed Skill for these men, because you know what, being an extraordinary lover is like the coolest thing in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's 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 say this. Sex is easy. Being an extraordinary lover takes a little bit of work. It takes skill. And it takes skill. Yeah. That's very true. And it's a hell of a lot of fun.
0: And it's a lot of fun, yeah. And and it's a skill that you can take into any relationship. (laughs) It's true. You can Truthfully, take it on the road. You can, you can take, take it, on it on the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so right. much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Lori. You. Had such this a good time. Really Thank great. you, Lance. Yes. Thanks, Michael. Thanks excellent, excellent podcast today. Good. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Academy for Men's Tribal Pir- Tribal Fire. <laughs>
3: <Sometimes>. cut. <laughs> and we'll see you on Sex and Happiness.
0: <laughs>
3: Thank you for being our loyal listeners. We love you.
2: Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness.
0: To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and
2: Happiness.